I'm Elder Shanina Walker, and thank you for joining us today on our podcast, Yasha, Young and Sharing His Anointing. Today on Let's Wrap, we're going to be concluding with our two-part sermon by Elder Walker entitled, Make Me Over Again. This sermon is coming from Jeremiah, the 18th chapter, 1 through 12. When we left off, Elder Walker was letting us know that no matter how we feel, we must know that God is the potter and we are the clay. He also warned us that throughout our life, we're going to meet people who are drainers and fillers. Going into the new year, we must realize it is our responsibility to find out who are the drainers in our life and who are the fillers and make the necessary corrections. I also want to encourage you guys as you continue to listen to the podcast to go on to our Facebook page, Yasha Ministry Walker. Again, that's Facebook, Yasha Ministry Walker. You can also hear us on Twitter, Yasha Ministry. From time to time, we do give away prizes when we hit a peak number on the podcast. We want you guys to be a part of that. It's just a free gift from us to you to show that we appreciate you as you continue to listen, like, share, and comment. We want you guys to help us continue to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now for our message that's already in progress, make me over again. So you have to realize that marriage, ministry, relationships, no matter where you are in life, you got fillers and you got drainers. Recognize who they are because some of them you have to cut off at some time or another. You know, and that, that's real. We have to cut people off sometime if they're constantly taken. So we know that Jeremiah went down to the potter's house and we realized that the clay was acceptable to the potter's hand. So God was telling Israel that you're in my hand and that I'm going to do with you, with you, what I see fit. So the clay was being stubborn. So the potter threw it down and started all over again. The one thing, the second thing here is be obedient. Behold your surroundings and know the times that you're in. When we look at our situation now in the world, we're similar to what Israel is here today. And we know in Matthew, the 24th chapter, it said, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. For these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nations shall rise up against nations, and wars and rumors of wars, and pestilence. Do anybody know where that's happening at? It's happening here in this world today. That scripture in Matthew was given a warning about the times, the signs of the time and what was coming. And just like it was here for the potter, after all this, even back in Isaiah, there was warning Israel to stop doing what they're doing. But they would not listen. They continue to go the way that they desire to go. They continue to do the things that they desire to do. And they kept pushing on. We have to recognize the time that we're in. See the situation that's going on because we're almost at the end. Jesus is soon to come. Whether you want to admit it or not, but don't be left undone. 
Don't be left with your work undone. And Jesus arrived and you ain't ready to go back with him when he comes. So you got to recognize the time that you're in. Hallelujah. And we got to know. And number one, number three said recognize the issue. In verse 4, Jeremiah noticed that the potter was having issues in the clay. Uh, it wanted to do what it wanted to do because it was self-righteous, stiff-necked. The clay had become marred in the potter's hand. Marred, meaning spoiled. Meaning that it had got to a position that Jeremiah couldn't, the potter couldn't work with it anymore. And that's what God was saying to Israel. You're now in a position that I almost can't work with you anymore. So now I got to throw you back on the potter's wheel. Even as Tone was singing the song, he realized that he was evil within himself. And that God, he asked God, he said, Lord, make me over again. I'm tired of my evil way. I'm tired of waking up on the same day doing the same thing at the same time over and over again. Are you tired of the situation? Are you tired? of the things that you're going through are you tired of the things that you're facing in life are you ready for God to make you over again it's okay to admit that you have messed up it's okay to admit that we have failures but realize who made you and realize that he can do a work in you over again you're not that vessel that has to be destroyed you have not in the oven yet so it's still some working that God can do in your life God has the final word in our lives. God has the final say on what we're going to be. Whether we're going to be a vessel of honor or a vessel of dishonor. Because those of dishonor will be cast into the fire. And that fire will be hell. Now do you want to go to hell or you want to go to heaven? So make a decision today on where you want to be. This is a question that he was asking Israel. Jeremiah noticed. I am the potter. Can't I do with Israel what I want to do? Michael, I am God. I am the creator. I am the creator. See, the problem wasn't with the creator, but the nature of the creation. So our problem ain't with God like so many people try to make it out to be. The problem is with your sinful nature in you. We always want to make it be about God ain't doing this for me. God ain't doing that. It's your nature. The words say that we was born in sin and shaped in iniquity from our mother's womb. So Adam messed this thing up for us a long time ago. But we're at a place now of redemption. Jesus has came and he has died upon the cross that we might have life and have it more abundantly. But see, a gift is a gift. If it's on the table and you don't take it, then it's still on the table. Salvation is there, but you have to receive this gift. There is no work to do for it. You just have to take it and make it your own. So many times, people don't want to make it their own. You can't work your way into heaven. It's not about the good works. Mm. 
We're not saved by good works, but we're saved through our works. Right? So we have to realize. Mm, the potter reduced the clay to lump again. Proverbs 14 and 12 said, There is a way which seemeth right unto men, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So the potter had his mind when he begun out with the clay on what he wanted to make it into. So when that thing started to go on the wheel and it wasn't looking like what he had planned in his mind to make, he started all over again. Our souls are made and being made for what God want them to be. See, God wants to shape us into a vessel of honor. But we continually being influenced by our sinful nature and our sinful surroundings. And we're being shaped into a vessel of dishonor. So we have this treasure of earthen vessels that the excellent of the power may be of God and not of us. So many times we're cherishing the vessel and not the treasure that God want to place in the vessel. Ah, we're too many times worshiping this thing. Uh, that song I was thinking about the other day, day my wife, uh, this old house, wasn't it? what is it, this old building, keep on leaning. Mm. Yeah, keep on leaning and we keep kind of trying to prop it up on one side and the other, right? Amen. Trying to hold this thing up, hold it together, see? But I got my eyes set on a higher height. Hallelujah. I got my eyes set on a deeper depth. Because no matter what you go to do, this old building going to keep on leaning. <laughs> but God has a building not made of man. God has a building not made of man hands. This building is made of God. Mm. One of these old days, and it won't be very long, you know, if Jesus don't come back first, you know, this old body here is going to fade away. Mm. So keep your eyes on, on heaven. Keep your eyes on Jesus, you know. I know this old body is corruptible. One of these old days, we're going to take this old suit off, you know. I'm going to take off these old shoes and that old song that Cat and Spiritual used to sing. Oh, and I'm going to put on a robe of righteousness. Mm. You know, I don't worry about sickness no more. I don't have to worry about my back ache no more or my foot aching no more because the incorruptible God is going to make incorruptible. Huh. See, the potter was working a wheel, working a work on the wheel. See, God ain't going to throw you away. He loves you too much. He knows that there is hope in you. And see, Israel thought that there was no hope. And so they didn't want to do what God told them to do. All they had to do, number four, was accept responsibility. In verse eight, we realize that God explains if Israel would repent, he would not bring judgment down on them in the matter that he has spoken about. First John 1 in the ninth verse say, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just 
to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us, not from some unrighteousness, but all unrighteousness. So no matter what happened to you in the past, no matter what happened to you even last night or two or three hours ago, know that God is able to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now God ain't going to work scope, work outside of the scope of his law. So we have some things that we have to do in order to obtain the blessings that God has for us. You can't just do anything and think that you're going to receive the blessings of God. You can't just do anything and think that you're going to make it with God. I think that this world, I think that the church, I ain't going to say the world, I'm going to say the church. And I'm not just talking about a building, I'm talking about the whole church in general that claim Christ. Think that you can do anything you want to do and still make it with God. Don't be deceived. Uh, I don't want to be deceived, you see. I want to confess my sin. I want to stay on the straight and narrow. I want to try to walk this walk. We know that we have grace and that where sin is, a grace abounds much more. But yet and still we got some responsibility that we have to live within. Isaiah said in, in the first chapter, in the 18th verse, he said, come now and let us reason together. God was at a begging position for his people. He said, come and just sit down with me for a minute and let's look at the situation you are in right now. It's not a hopeless situation that you're faced with. God say, I am yet able to deliver you from where you are. But he said, we got to have a conversation. Just like the potter saw the clay. The clay was all jacked up, but he said, I can work with it still. Even though the clay was messed up. He took it and he threw it down, but he picked it back up again. You might feel like God have cast you down, but he will come and pick you up again. And then he will place you back on the wheel. And then he will start shaping and forming you and molding you into the vessel of honor that he desire for you to be. And that you desire in your heart for yourself to be. But you went down the wrong road. But that's okay. We all have went down the wrong road. And we will sometime go down the wrong road. But God is a just God. And he is a faithful God to forgive us. But the words say confess. We don't like to confess. See, the problem is we want to put up an image for people. See, see, it's not God that we're so concerned about, you know, and that's the one we should be the most concerned about. My, what a powerful message by Elder Walker, letting us know that we should not be concerned what people say or think about us. We have to always remember that we are the clay and God is the potter. As long as we stay pliable, he can always make us over again. We should always remember that God has the final say over our life because he is the potter. 
we are encouraged by God to know that no matter what we're going through, no matter what your situation is, it is not hopeless as long as we stay on the potter's will. I encourage you to make up your mind in 2018 that you're going to remain on the potter's will until he molds you into everything that he wants you to be. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you today for this powerful teaching by Elder Walker. God, we thank you, God, for your word. God, we want you to make us over again as we go into 2018, that we might be everything that you have called us to be. God, there is no doubt in our lives, God, that there are times that we have been marred, oh God, by the system of this world, by family, by so-called friends. Oh God, we ask today that you would just reach down inside of us, that you would continue to shape us into what you would have us to be. Lord, we need you like never before. God, we just thank you and we praise you. Help us to know, God, that we have to keep our eyes on you, to not worry about what men say, not worry about what men can do to us, God, but it's all about you. Help us to recognize who are the drainers and who are the fillers in our lives, oh God. God, give us a hunger and thirst for your word like never before, God. God, stir us up on the inside. God, fill us afresh with your Holy Spirit. Touch us, oh Father. Forgive us of everything in our lives that's not like you, God. Move it out of the way, creating us a clean heart, renew a right spirit. Help us to all Always trust you with all of our heart. Lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways to acknowledge you and you shall direct our path. For you said the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. So we trust and depend that you're going to order our steps in 2018. Lord, we thank you. We do praise you. We glorify your holy name. It is in your son Jesus name we pray. Amen. I am Elder Shanina Walker. As always, we thank you for listening to Yasha, young and sharing his anointing. Until the next time, have a blessed day.